I'm Mayor Jim Kenny, and you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast with Matt O'Donnell. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt O'Donnell, and this is a special edition of the Travel Mug Podcast. We're talking to Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney. Now, he appeared on Inside Story on Sunday, March 18th at 1130 on 6ABC. This podcast is probably reaching your ears after that episode. You'll be able to watch it on 6abc.com. I'll send out some links. We talked to him about the budget, about his plan for raising property taxes in Philadelphia, but I also had some additional questions for him that I couldn't get to in the show. So this podcast is so I can talk to him about those issues, in particular opioids and whether the carrying of naloxone around actually encourages addiction and maybe leads to more risky behavior among addicts. Wanted to get an update on the Rizzo statue. Where is it going? And if Mayor Kenny is starting to think about re-election, he's been mayor for more than two years now. And one final note on whether or not the Eagles winning the Super Bowl will turn out to be some sort of seminal moment in Philadelphia that changes us as a culture. Yeah, we're thinking big there. So here's the mayor. Travel Mug Podcast here. Mayor Jim Kenny of Philadelphia joins me, and this is sort of a supplement to our conversation on Inside Story. Mayor, great to have you on the podcast. Nice to be here. Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah, I do occasionally. I listen to yours, though. <laughs> do you have any favorites? Because uh, uh, people are always looking for a new one. I mean, is no, there anything I mean, that's... Nothing that stands out other than yours. <laughs> Very patronistic, uh, if that's a word you want to use right now. Um, as we're sitting here uh, and recording this, there is a school walkout yep. taking place. And I know there's so many things we could talk about right now. But, you know, generally, what are some of your thoughts about seeing students going out of class and, and protesting school violence? I think it's interesting that children are acting like adults and adults are acting like children, especially in Washington. Um, these kids are serious. They're, they're savvy, uh, they're tech savvy, and they're smart, and they're going to make a difference. And um, woe to those who uh, either dismiss them as meaningless uh, or, or oppose them. Uh, this country has gone too far down the road with weaponry that is not appropriate for anyone to have other than, other than the military. Uh, and, uh, and they've witnessed it and they faced it uh, head on. Kids in Parkland who were who survived that attack um, are serious, and, and they're battle-hardened. And um, I think the NRA is going to meet its match. You've heard this before, that after what happened in Newtown, with all those children getting slaughtered and nothing happening right after that, that they're never going to listen. Are, are they going to listen? I, oh, I felt the same way after, after, after Newtown. However, you know, the, there was not a mobilization of folks after that. Um, there were some, you know, obviously – uh, consternation and, and sadness about what happened and how horrible it was. But these, these young people have decided to mobilize. And, again, they're as tech-savvy as any, anybody I've seen uh, you know, using social media uh, and mobilizing their forces. And you can see across the whole country, uh, from uh, Washington to Hawaii, uh, they're protesting. And they're going to be heard. And um, I think that this is a movement that's similar to the Vietnam War uh, that is going to have an effect. Big issue with you uh, lately, and maybe uh, throughout your, your mayorship over the last two years, is the opioid crisis in Philadelphia. And with your health commissioner, uh, Dr. Thomas Farley, coming out and actually saying that citizens need to start carrying this antidote and to learn how to use it, I thought was was rather shocking. Well, it is shocking because the, 
the opioid epidemic is so severe, but we've teach people CPR. Uh, we want people to know CPR. We teach people how to use the the uh, electronic shock, the electric shock machines for for gym, gymnasiums and stuff. So I mean, this is just a, a way to save people's lives, and uh, we should be willing to learn that uh, while we're fighting the opioid crisis, while we're trying to get people rehabilitation, while we're trying to uh, to get them into treatment. Uh, we don't want them falling out on a bus and not having anyone there who has the naloxone and doesn't know how to use it. Uh, and one life saved is one is worth it. We've lost 1,200 people last year, um, and it increase, goes up increasingly every year. We project another increase in lost life. And, um, you know, the, the, the pharmaceutical manufacturers, we're gonna ha they're going to have to answer to a higher being when they leave this earth because they went about and systematically told people that the stuff that they were peddling was not addictive. Uh, and, and the doctors who overprescribe um, these medications for people to control pain uh, get, get them addicted. Uh, there's no reason you should leave a hospital after surgery with 30 with 30 uh, oxycontins. Uh, that's that's just not it's just not appropriate. And the medical uh, medical community needs to look themselves in the mirror, and the pharmaceutical community needs to look themselves in the mirror and fix this thing and help us fix this. And as we're suing them, help pay for the fix of this thing. There's a contrarian study that was released over the last week. Have you heard of this? It's from two economists from the University of Virginia and University of Wisconsin. I'll just kind of sum up what it found. They found that increased access to naloxone in certain communities led to an increase in opioid-related arrests, ER visits, and made no impact on opioid-related deaths, which the study suggests that when you make naloxone more available, people who are addicts feel like they have more of a safety net and maybe they engage in even more risky behavior. Yeah, I think I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. Um, you have to, if, if a life is being lost in your in your in your in your vision, if you're seeing someone dying, and you don't reach out to try to keep them alive, then shame on you. And uh, they can study all they want. I don't think it increases. The, what increases the use of heroin is the increased prescriptions of opioids, uh, overprescribed for pain medic for pain control. Uh, and again, the pharmaceutical companies are the ones who, for because of greed, have benefited this. And the 600 plus doctors in Philadelphia who prescribe these opiates, opioids, four or five times more than the normal prescription level, should be arrested and locked up. Uh, they're the real drug dealers. Where's the RZA statue going? I have no idea. And frankly, I was uh, hoping you're going to have an answer and uh, say, hey, we have an answer. Frankly, but with the things that we're dealing with, I really don't care. Uh, way um, on the back burner. Right yeah, I mean, it's, it, it should have never been there in the first place. Uh, Ed Rendell should have said no. Uh, there's no statue of any mayor anywhere in the city. Um, and certainly because of the controversial nature of his terms in office, uh, he should have thought about it longer and said no or put it in a place where people admi admire his eight years in office. I don't. I never did. Um, I think that he's one of the people who set our city back uh, in many, many ways, uh, socially, racially, uh, economically. Uh, I don't think he was a good mayor at all, and I think he represented a, a time in, in our city where people were pitted against each other based on race and the use of force to keep people, quote, unquote, in their place. Uh, and I just don't think – but I'm not going to have a crusade to, to – uh, first of all, it's – it's just a complicated issue, and it creates all kinds of emotional issues with people, uh, and it's not, uh, it's not a priority for me. Um, I do think, though, that if you're a person who, who lived in that era and was on the bad side of, of his reign, 
Uh, you know, when you go into city, uh, the municipal service building to pay your taxes or your water bill or whatever, and you have to see that every day, I think that you have a different opinion uh, than someone maybe who lives in a different part of the city that admired them. Let's talk about something that unifies everyone. I was actually talking about the Eagles parade and the, the Super Bowl championship with a, another journalist in town, and he said that he felt that it was such a huge seminal moment that it's going to change the way our city collectively thinks and operates and maybe like you know how people always talk about how we're stuck between new york and dc and we have this yeah. inferiority inferiority complex yeah. do you think that things are going to change that way i mean uh, i think it's kind of ironic that sports um, which is you know not the most important thing we do when it look when it comes to research and medicine and art and culture uh, sports are important to people and uh, if you look at the fan base of the eagles and i happen to be one of them uh, it goes as far south as delaware new jersey central new jersey allentown bethlehem um, Reading, Philly, so it's a huge fan base. Uh, I think it will change the way we look at ourselves because we can do we can do something. We can beat the best team in the history of football, um, and and we're they're underdogs, and they nobody thought when Doug Peterson first came here, he was getting he was getting battered around as not being qualified. He's, he turned out to be one of the most qualified coaches I've, I've, I've been able to have the privilege of watching, and that whole team were overachievers, and I think that. The citizens of the city who were born and raised here uh, have a, had a chip on their shoulder that I don't think is there anymore. Hmm. And I think that, that um, the, new, the new folks are also taking advantage of, of this fun, and it is fun. Um, so, yes. Yes, I think, I, think, I think that, you know, we're making the short list on Amazon. We're looking at uh, – we're allegedly on the short list for Apple. Um, I think it, it, we are, we're turning – yeah, there's their additional headquarters. Huh. And um, I think we're turning – we've turned a corner on – our ability or understanding that we can do really good things, really great things. And if you think about it, from the from the DNC to the NFL draft to the Eagles win, uh, we do we, we can do big events. And uh, Pope. the Pope, Pope, we, Pope was a little more difficult. Because of the, <laughs> the Pope box. Do you remember you said you loved how the, you could I walk around I, I, and I, not yeah, worry about cars? You no, know, I, I love that part of it, and um, I love the Pope. I mean, he's a Jesuit, as I was trained. So, I mean, I, they say it took 500 years to get a Jesuit Pope. It's going to take 500 more to get another one <laughs> uh, because he is on the more on the liberal side. And um, I think I think I know the city can can really meet its potential. Have you thought about reelection? Uh, Two years. Think, you know, I think I think about it. I mean, I don't think about it every day. I mean, I'm going to run again, but um, uh, I don't. That's not. Uh, it's not foremost in my mind. Is that below the Rizzo statue? Or no, it's it? above that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you miss city council? Uh, I miss I miss my colleagues. I don't miss budget hearings. One of the things I've learned about being mayor is I don't have to sit through budget hearings anymore. I, I, I go up there, I present the budget, and I leave, and then they, they deliberate it. We do behind-the-scenes stuff, but I don't have to sit there anymore. Um, I felt that I had ended – I had – got to the point where I couldn't do anything more than I've done in the past with council and was looking to move on uh, and um, didn't think necessarily I would win the mayor's office um, uh, and then did, surprisingly. Um, and uh, here, here we are. Uh, final question, and a lot of people may not know this, uh, but I've even experienced it. Uh, you even as a candidate would ride cabs and you jump on SEPTA trains and eventually your security team said that you can't do that anymore. I bet you really miss that no, too, I, right? I miss, I miss, I haven't driven in, uh, um, you know, two plus years. Hope I, at the end of this, I remember how to drive. I'm going to go to driving school. Um, but, I remember someone saying that Hillary Clinton tried to and she, it was like she couldn't even figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I miss, I miss public transit. I miss using the, the Market Street sub, the Broad Street sub. 
Uh, I miss getting on a bus. I remember I was on a bus one time going up Market Street, and um, I got to about 7th and Market, and an older man got on, and he walked down the aisle, and he looked at me, and he went, big shot. And I said, I'm on the bus with you. How big a shot am I? What, are you crazy? Big shot. So, um, yeah, I do miss being – I mean, the Reading Terminal Market's one of my salvations. Uh, it's my ability to go sit at a stool, talk to somebody from out of town or from in town that I never met before and have lunch. Uh, that's part of the magic of the market is, is that, and that helps me. Um, and people are, people are generally nice. I mean, I, I went down to Clearwater for the weekend to, to see some Phillies, some Phillies games, and I was expecting maybe a little bit of, I don't know, Push back on Trump stuff and other, and it was not it was not that way at all. People were very nice, very very happy, very encouraging, and uh, made me feel like we were on the right track. Mayor Jim Kenny, thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast. My, my pleasure. Thank you. Once again, this was a supplemental podcast for Inside Story, where we talked to Mayor Kenny about his plan to raise property taxes. We got an update on Amazon and its HQ2 headquarters, and also his school board nominees. It was all on Inside Story, and I'll send you out a link if you'd like to watch it, because we post them on 6abc.com. Thanks for listening to this special edition of the Travel Mug Podcast. I'm Matt O'Donnell. Keep traveling, and we're over and out.